Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. We're back with another episode. My name is Shreya. Oh, another episode of 3AM Talks. My fault, my fault. My exactly. name is Shreya and... I'm Simbi. <laughs> so we're, we're going to be your host today. And you know what? Today, we're going to be talking about a very important topic. But we'll get to that later. Simbi, how have you been? Me, honestly... I've been good. I've been good. I'm just a little tired. You know how 3 a.m. be sometimes. It's true. It's true. But, you know, 3 a.m. and all those thoughts come out. So It's true. It's true. It's true. But honestly, like, you know, lately, I, I remember telling you about this, like, creative arts class that I've been taking this semester, right? Mm-mm-mm. And, like, I feel like a topic that we spoke about that really resonated with me was the one, like, I think it was, like, a couple weeks ago. And it was regarding, like, black creators and inventors in fact i have a question to ask you i have a question to ask you and this is like a question my professor asked the whole class and i swear i was so shook i was like i don't know what the answer i don't know how to answer that right, so right. as a as a person of color or specifically as a black person how many black inventors and and or creators can you name like when it comes to that question i feel like creators i can name honestly a handful because there's so many like you can go into the category of like um musician director what else are um actors actresses whatever but like inventors there are some but it's they're just not well known you get what i mean it's not like we were taught we weren't taught them basically that's what i would say yeah i definitely agree with that i feel like it's interesting that you mentioned that because i feel like that's the same thing i was thinking like during class too i was like i can probably tell you that like Okay, Thomas Edison invented the light bulb, or like Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone. <laughs> <laughs> right? From like what we learned back in grade five, mm-hmm. but like I couldn't tell you what a single like black person has invented, or like even a person of color, like as as an Indian, a brown person has invented, for that matter. True. And I, and I feel like that like goes back to the fact that like as children too, we aren't like taught about people of color. Like why are we always being taught about white people? Not that it's a bad thing, but Mm-mm-mm. why is it always white people you get? I mean, like, true. Also, me, like, thinking back to, let's say, history class back in South Africa, I'm always thought about white inventors. You get what I mean? It's never about mm-hmm. um, people of color, like you mentioned. And I feel like it's a, it's honestly, like, that white supremacy mindset type thing. For sure, for sure. You know what I mean? We're, like... For the longest time before, I feel like now it's just getting better, like, in recent times. Mm-hmm. But, like, before, white people were seen as, what, superior, better. Um, maybe, like, that's probably the reason why we don't know so many inventors that are people of color, because you get what I mean? They were probably just pushed to the side, like, your ideas aren't good enough. But, like, right. when a white man presents it, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. Oh, gosh. Like, maybe his schools or something, you get what I mean? Right. I feel like... Remember, there was just, like, one conspiracy. I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory or if it, like, turned out to be true. But mm. it was something about, like, was it Albert Einstein? Like, <laughs> was it Albert Einstein or someone else? Where, like, they were, like, a super famous white inventor that we all know. So I think it's, like, not inventor, but, like, you know, known for creating something that is related to science or finding out something mm-hmm. that's related to science. And it was, like, it was found out. I think it was Thomas Edison, actually. It was found mm-hmm. out that funny because i mentioned them before but i think it's it was found out that like a like a black person his like help like his 
second in hand was the one who did all the research who was like a person of color like a black person yeah. and Thomas Edison got all the credit for it or even Albert Einstein with the fact that his like wife did all the research and he got the credit for it but like his wife didn't Frick, you know like that I wouldn't say is necessarily race but it's most also gender roles as well because like right. you know, I think back in the day as well women were seen as inferior like they mm-hmm. were viewed as nothing like they couldn't do what men could do as well which is, like, such backwards thinking, especially in today's time, I would say, because, like, bro, you get what I mean? Like, literally. I feel like it, like, goes back to that question of, right, like, if, because like, we all can be creative, right? Like, it's not something that, like, only one person can do, and we've already, like, established creativity isn't in terms of just, like, artwork or, like, physical drawings. Like, it's, it's a mindset, you know? Like, as I mentioned, yeah, other, yeah. As I mentioned in my other, like, assignment for this class actually like you know this conversion and diversion ways of thinking that go into like a creative process right mm-hmm. so anyone can be creative so like why is it that like when people of color or like minorities like we mentioned with women right mm-hmm. why is it that when minorities are creative they're being like shunned away or they're being you know like so constricted when their creativity is just as valid right <sighs> This also goes back to like I like I like how you mentioned like you know learning about um creativity or like learning about inventors that were white back in like high school right back in like mm-hmm. school. And I feel like another thing that we weren't necessarily taught that really does link to white supremacy was the whole like history of slavery in the United States and like you know, the African American resistance to oppression and like again back to white supremacy. I feel like we were talking about this the other day and we were talking about like how. You know, like, why is it that, like, we, we're learning about, like, inventors that are white, but we're not learning about, like, the cultural and, like, significant movement that, like, mm. black people went through mm. where they actually used creativity as, like, an escapism or, like, used creativity to literally escape. Mm. Like, you know, now that you mentioned that, like, it has me thinking, like, I feel like it's more so a tactic to make people who are learning about it to conform because it's like, okay... <laughs> You get what I mean? Instead of us learning about, like, people like us, people we can relate to. Right. So it's, like, honestly a valid que- valid question, like, why? You get what I mean? Like, you know. I think that conforming thing is so true, because I remember even back in India, I feel like, especially because I was in, like, India, like, I was in an international school in India, like, mm. we didn't learn about Indian history. Like, history for us mm. was white people did and, like, you know, what white people are doing. It was never, like, our culture. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's something, like, even, like, yes, some schools talk about, like, slavery and oppression, right? Mm-mm. But, like, I've heard of these American high schools, and, like, they, all they talk about, all they focus on, focus on is how Abraham Lincoln abolished slavery, which... Instead mm. of how slavery even came about in the first place. Exactly. But, yeah, like, I remember, like, speaking of, like, creativity, like, that, God forbid, like, once upon a time slaves used... Like, I remember we were talking about, like, how they use music as, like, a, like you know, to escape it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think this also goes back to, like, how we were talking about, like, even how hair was used in creative ways. Because I believe that the origin of, like, cornrows was, mm. I think one use was they had, like, they used to put, like, rice and, like, grains in their hair. So mm. that, like, you know, save it for their journey. And they used to also, like, map out, like, escape routes on their hair. Like the braids? With the braids, yeah, that's yeah. Sick, bro. That's sick, that's sick. I was like, that was like, that's so cool. And I feel like that's another thing that I feel like a lot of 
not not just white people, but people who aren't black don't really understand because we've seen a lot of people like we always see this in person. So when we go out, we always see a lot of people of people that aren't black having like cornrows and like not understanding the mm-hmm. significance and the creativity behind it. Right. But yeah, I feel like yeah that one. I just feel like it's just it's just wrong, honestly, because it was definitely something like it was like they definitely use creativity as a way to like resist dehumanization. So Yo, like, it doesn't feel right that white people, the ones that oppressed them then, are doing it now still. Like, that just feels like mockery. True, 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 true. Like, bro, it's not trendy, bro. Like, it's someone's culture, history, ancestry. Like, when you wanna, like, um, how can I say, like. <sighs> maybe do something right like you need to know the history behind it and like what it represents instead of just doing it because a lot of people can take it the wrong way Mm -hmm. you know what i mean right so like yeah oh speaking of like not speaking of but on this topic of like black inventors or black creators and like how you mentioned rappers and like musical artists being a part of it Mm -hmm. did you see drake's new song when was it released like what like a month ago <laughs> wait what's the song's name oh it was um the one with scissor and like oh slime you out of course yeah slime you out you heard it right it was good <laughs> yes of course of course but no like literally on that topic what it was a good song but like on that topic of like rappers like or black rappers why is it that like why is rapping now like a norm for like african-americans you get what i mean mm. like when you think of like a black creator and like, like, I feel like a lot of people would be like quick to jump up and say like, okay, um, yeah, I can name a bunch of like black rappers. But why is it that like, you know, like I, I'm not saying that rapping is not intellectual or doesn't have intellectual um, background to it. Because it definitely does. It definitely does. There's a lot that goes into it. But mm-hmm. it's like the type of thing where why is it that like that one genre is now associated with like black people? But like right. it's not something that's like physically into like, like you're not like it kind of is but like you get what i mean it's not generically intellectual mm, like let's like, say sorry like pop or something you get what i mean where like anyone could be in it because exactly. if you're gonna, like if you're gonna be talking about rapping now like even me as like a black person my mind will automatically go to someone who's black you get what yeah. i mean right can i say that's like the right thing no because like at the end of the day i also listen to Rappers who aren't black, who are right, like Zach Harlow, your favorite. Yo, chill, 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 chill. <laughs> but yeah, like Jack, you get what I mean? I mean, age two, but let's not get into it. But like, is this also that type of thing where I would say back in the day, mm-hmm. like let's say around Eminem, basically, like that's the best example I can give that people be like, nah, Eminem, uh, Eminem, um. <laughs> It's not a, he's not a good rapper, basically. Or he's not a real rapper because he's not right, black. he's black. Like, that's such a crazy statement. That's such a crazy statement. Like, you don't have to be black to be a rapper. It's true, but, like, I feel like I can also kind of justify that mindset because maybe at that point in time, black people were going through something. You get what I mean? Like, maybe they were being oppressed and, I don't know, who am I to say? Because, like, you know, I don't know Eminem. I'm not him. But, like, what if Eminem was like, oh, this is cool. Let me join in. But, like, sorry this like i can tie this in to like elvis presley you get what mm-hmm. i mean yes yes oh my god we were talking about this yes exactly like what we were talking about like 
black people were just what was it jazz music soul mm-hmm, right r&b too exactly exactly like that's how they express themselves how they pass time like while they were being oppressed but like i don't know Elvis because you know he was white who could go into mm-hmm. any place basically without you know being second, like a second guest basically exactly exactly i don't know he went to by the way my information is based off of the Elvis movie it's really <laughs> Like, you should watch it like if you didn't watch it <laughs> but like in the movie like what he goes down he peeps through i want to say like some tavern and he sees um what's it like some was it like a black woman i don't know singing and obviously he was into it he grew up whatever and like he adopted that style and start, like people started thinking oh that's his music you get what i mean like he didn't i feel like he didn't give credit to original people even though he was friends with them and he didn't have a problem with them but he didn't give proper credit, credit to them mm-hmm. and credit honestly matters right? because they like that woman's creativity literally went unnoticed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hound, it hound dog wasn't it hound dog yeah i'm not gonna sing it but like yeah <laughs> please don't <laughs> <laughs> right. no, i feel like you know what i feel like it is or what it's sounding like to me. I feel like it's just like sounding like pick and choose. Mm. Like, okay, black people can be creative at this because like, you know, what, like whatever, they had like good influence in R&B and hip hop. Like it mm. feels like black people can be good at this because like black people can get their creativity for this because they're good at it, quote mm. unquote good at it. But like when it comes to like something that's like, again, generically intellectual, like making, okay, obviously music does influence a lot of people. It, does, like, it is something that's made that influences people. But, like, again, going back to, like, Thomas Edison, someone was, was, like, academically smart, it mm-hmm. sounds like they're not giving credit for that. They're, like, you know, like, society makes it seem like people of color or black people, uh, obviously, it falls under the same category, don't have, like, the, what, it, what it takes to be recognized for being academically exactly. smart, which is so exactly. untrue. Exactly. And, like, speaking of, like, like black influence in, like, R&B, hip-hop, and rap, like, do you know, do you know that guy, Grandmaster Flash? Oh, nah. No, no, no. <laughs> We actually looked at him in class. Like he's he's the guy who actually you know like oh my god this is gonna sound so bad to say out loud but you know like when you're spinning a DJ table thing like a turntable and okay, you okay. like stop the track and he goes chicka 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 okay okay <laughs> okay yeah 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 like, that was like the guy the Grandmaster Flash like he was from like I think South Bronx or something mm. and um like he was the guy who like had a huge like influence on the whole c- concept of like turntablism mm. so, the chicka chicka thing. So he's like, oh, hold on, wait. So basically, he's like the inventor of that. Basically, yeah, basically. Oh, see, look, I can name one now. You can name one now. I could literally not even tell you until I got to, went, went into that creativity class, creative arts class. But the more you know, for real. The more you know. Oh yeah, like I just, I just think it's like, also interesting, right? Like you know, like all this technology, like the the fact that, um, what is it? the like entirety of like turntablism came up like you know like music started getting like digital there's like the i forgot the name of the other thing you know the thing it's like a board and you press the button and it makes a noise bro wait not piano now no, not piano. <laughs> I, can't. No, I know like, i know oh what you're talking God, about it's like what djs use and it's like a little square it has a bunch of little tiny squares on it and you press it and like a certain type of sound comes like it's it's basically like the digital version of every single acoustic instrument you can think of. Is it like a logic board or something? Yes, 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 yes. yes. I think so. Yo, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. 
Well, like, I feel like, like, you know, like, on this topic of, like, creativity and, like, minorities, right? Mm. And, like, technology as a whole. Like, it's so interesting. Don't you think, like, technology is low-key, like, a form of capitalization? Or, like, capital, like, it's like capitalism, basically. Mm, okay. Is that a raise? I mean, like, okay, like, think about it, right? Like, who has access to, like, technology? Like, in the simplest answer, who has access to technology? I, 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 basically people with money. Exactly. So, like, it goes back to the whole thing, right? Like, if minorities, like, it's, it's like, okay, so it's like, creativity is for everyone. Like, we've established that anyone can be creative, right? Mm-hmm. But now we've, we've already established that creativity is for everyone. Anyone can be creative. But if you're a person of color, it's less, it's like more likely that your creativity will go unnoticed. And now mm-hmm. if you're part of a minority and technology is a fruit of creativity, like it comes from someone's creativity. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're a person, of, like if you're a minority, especially like someone who has like financial issues or like you don't have that much wealth, you're not mm-hmm. financially up there. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't even access the creativity of technology. Right, right. So like it starts, like the digital divide starts like, affecting individuals with like lower incomes and then again who are people of like who who what category of people usually have lower incomes minorities minorities especially people of color exactly so it's like a full circle moment it's like you know it's like a full circle it's like okay you're you're black you you can be creative mm. but you you may not go recognized mm. okay now there is creativity coming from an outsource but it can't come to you because you don't mm. have financial means to afford mm. it. Mm. So it's like, why are we putting a price on creativity? Like, why is there a price to pay for mm. being creative? And why is there a literal price to pay to access someone else's creativity? Mm. I don't know. I just thought that was, like, super interesting. Like, and also yeah. made more grateful, right? Because, like, whilst we are minorities, we do still have access to, like, things like technology and, like, the digital world. Of course. I feel like because of that, like, we need to start, like, informing ourselves for real. Like, I'm definitely not the person I was back in, like, Dubai or, like, India. Like, because once mm-hmm. I came to Canada, of course, I met you. I met all of my other friends that are from, like, so many different places around the world. Mm-hmm. We all share, like, our cultures and experiences. But I feel like that's what, like, we all need to start doing. We need to start being accepting of it, like, including white people, including people of different, like, races, minorities. We just start being, like, accepting of it because at the end of the day, I feel like we're all, I mean, I don't feel like, I know we're all human. And, like, it doesn't make sense that something as simple as creativity is constricted from an individual. Exactly. Because anyone can be creative. Exactly. Literally. Literally. That's, like, the whole point of this course, even. Anyone can be creative. Mm-hmm. I remember at the beginning of this course, I was literally thinking to myself, I don't think I'm that, like, I'm such a creative person. Mm. But, like, now that I'm, like, actually thinking about it, like, every time you have a problem and you're thinking of a solution, that's, like, you technically being creative. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I remember, like, one of my projects, I haven't mentioned, like, like I said, the conversion-diversion thinking. Mm-hmm. I was, like, literally using it to this one time I was stuck in, like, snowy weather. I told you about that, right? Like, this, the weather yeah. was so yeah. bad, and I had to go to the mall with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how do we get there? And, like, the way that I was thinking or finding different ways to get there was technically being creative. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like obviously creative like anyone can be creative creative, but like there's like an extent. 
when it's when we're people of color, I feel like there's an extent of creative we can be. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like that's like, like I feel like that's a cap. I feel like obviously I don't think we face it as much. I feel like obviously in today's world, because of like technology and because of those who have access to it that are like still minorities, mm. there's obviously like a better understanding of a lot of things. Like it's a better understanding of people of color and what they've gone through and how like you know how their creative processes work. Would you say like that's because of sorry? <laughs> that's like because of representation as well. Like, for sure, for sure. I feel like technology has made that representation more like global, like more worldwide. Exactly. Which is always a good thing, but like I feel like there's still a lot of people that are like very ignorant. Of course, yeah. Um. Oh, like another thing that I wanted to talk about also was like Langston uh, Hughes. Have you heard of him? No. You know, like speaking of going back to like slavery and like that time in America, right? Mm-hmm. So this was, like, this guy who was, like, basically known as the voice of the Harlem Renaissance. Okay. He's, like, an American poet, social activist, novelist, everything, basically. Everything, <laughs> anything creative you can think of in one. Mm. And he was, like, super, like, known for his uh, poem titled The <clears throat> N-Word Speaks of Rivers. I will not say the word. Seventeen, And the poem, like, reflected such, like, historical roots of the African, like, American experience, and it, like, intertwined rivers of Africa, Mississippi, the Congo, all of these with, like, connecting these rivers with, like, black experience. And I feel mm. like that's powerful, even though, like, I feel like we're knowing about it a little too late. Knowing <laughs> about it is so important, because at the end of the day, like, you know, what people have been through does matter. Exactly. And knowing about it does definitely matter, too. Mm. No, I totally agree. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know. I think I think like it goes back to that thing, right? Like technology as a whole. Like we've already established, like technologies definitely come out from someone's creativity, right? But mm. I feel like creativity is so vast. Like it could be used for like so many good things, so many bad things. Like it's so like when you think of creative creativity, you always think about it for like a good thing, right? Mm. But you don't really think of it for like a bad thing. But if you think about, like, let's let's talk about the slavery, like, the entire concept of, okay, we're going to take black people and make them our slaves, like, mm-hmm. whilst it sounds so wrong to say out loud, that was technically a creative process these white people had. Right, right, right. Right, like, whilst it wasn't good, it didn't benefit anyone but the white people, mm-hmm. but, like, it was, like, a creative process that they had that, like, led them to create this entire slave trade thing. Mm. I don't know, I necessarily talk for, like... Um, the African American slave trade, but like I can talk about the Indian slave trade, where the British came in and they sent our people to like Gu- like Guyana. They sent it, sent people to like Trinidad, sent to, um, South Africa too, actually. Mm, yeah. And, and <laughs> you would know. <laughs> but yeah, like all of this, like that was definitely like a creative process, like because they were thinking to themselves, okay, we want laborers, like we want our people, again, quote unquote, our people, to be in all of these different places to show that, like you know. We rule the world. Like, you know how there's that quote, right? The British, the sun never sets on the British Empire. Oh, the yeah. British, freaking everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And it like, was colonized by Britain. Exactly. So, like, it's like that type of thing where it wasn't a good, like, creativity wasn't used in a good way there, but it was still used. Because, like, where do you think, wait, like, how do you think of that? Like, in, in an area where, like, you know, like, obviously you're coming, even, like, the whole... 
concept of like colonizing someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming to you, right? I'm going to assume you're weak or I'm going to find ways to weaken you. Like that's creativity right there. Mm. Finding ways to weaken someone. Man, they probably used conversion and diversion thinking back then too. <laughs> like, honestly, because I feel like that's the, that's the problem with creativity though. Like, because it's such a, such a vast thing. It can be mm. used so many ways and you can't even like define it with one word. Like, mm. it can definitely be used for bad things that can cause, like, obviously bad outcomes. But then again, there's also creativity that's used for good things. I feel like every bad thing that comes with from creativity, that stems from creativity, you can always find a solution to it using creativity still, if that mm. makes sense. It does, it does. But yeah, like, I feel like that's what's so scary about creativity, because, like, Man, some people be having extremely creative ideas on how to, like, F up some things. Bruh. Bruh. For real, for real. Like, honestly. What what are your thoughts on it? What are your thoughts on it? How do you feel? Like, I feel like it's always been, how can I say, a possibility that creativity can be used in a bad way as well, but it's something that I've never thought about or that I've mm-hmm. never deepened, you get what I mean? Right. And it's crazy to think about it as well because, like, just like you mentioned slavery as well, like, I can also link it back to, I don't know, history from back home, things like that, and it's like, bruh, oh, you know, damn. These people were creative, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's crazy how they used it. Because, exactly. like... At the end of the day, the, the people who created it, they are not, they're not alive now. They literally did. You get what right. I mean? Right. So, in the moment, they were, like, all happy, whatever. But, like, bruh, not to say, nah, let's just say, like, the people who were affected by it, they weren't happy, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, like, just thinking about it now, it's just, like, crazy, I would say. No, actually, but, like, but like that's the thing, right? Like, when a person is using their creativity, like, because, you know, like, all of these people had different perspectives. And all of, the, like, all of, let's say all these dictators, right, that use creativity for so many bad things. Mm. They probably, like, to them, they weren't doing anything wrong. Exactly, exactly. So, like, that, it, like, it's like, I feel like creativity is also, like, subjective, most definitely. Because it is based on, like, you know, your, your thought process and how you want to go about something. Right. Because, like. Okay, this is like a really out of pocket example, but I'm just thinking about Hitler. <laughs> the same thing. Right? Very connected. I said that. Hitler, like, what possessed him? Like, obviously, like, bro, this guy was going to, I can always talk about this. He was literally going to become an artist and he got rejected from art school. I guess his, you know, basic so definition of, he, yeah, you don't know this. He's nah. like, the art school in, like, you know, he's not even Austrian, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know them. I think he's like Czech, I think. Bruh, yo, I'm still on the art school thing. What the heck? And his artwork was actually, like, it was dead as good. I, like, because I remember looking at it back in history class like, a couple years ago. His artwork mm. was good, but he was, like, rejected from art school. And then all of a sudden, he became a dictator and, like, started World War Two, World War One, World War One. he was a part of it. World War Two was, you know, it's, like, basically started by him. Because he was mad at, like, France, England, and, um, what was it, America. Because, mm. you know, after World War One, they, like, made... Germany signed a treaty. Yeah, a treaty, mm-hmm. treaty of Versailles. Mm-mm. And like Germany basically lose like everything. Mm-mm. So like Hitler was mad, and then he went to prison, and he thought about this in prison, and then he decided to take all the world. 
Like, that's creative as hell. But, like, to him, he's probably thinking, wow, this is, like, a, you know, revolutionary idea I've just created. But, like, to everyone else, it's, like, this is extremely effed up. Right. So I feel like that's the thing with creativity. Like, it's so Mm. subjective. It's literally to each their own. But, like, um, I feel like the majority would say, everyone should say at least, that that was very messed up of Hitler. Because it resulted in a lot, a lot of bad things. It did, but, like, I would say in the beginning, like, maybe the German people, they didn't mind it. Maybe, like, they thought, like, you know, <laughs> this is a bit crazy, but, like, like you said. Revenge, right? They had a vendetta, right? You said? Like, sorry, they had, like, a vendetta, because mm-hmm. they were mad. They were mad. Like, after World War One, like you mentioned, like, they lost everything, but, like, now, um, what was it? Hitler comes up with this crazy idea, this creative idea, you know, right. something. And, like, now they were benefiting. But, like, to what extent as well? Because he was also targeting people, his people as well. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, bro, where were you going with this, you know? Literally. Yeah, like, actually, that's so crazy, though. Because, like, I feel like the, the common pattern we're finding is, like, especially when it comes to, like, white dictators, mm-hmm. right? Like, it always links back to how they're creative. And then they suppress white men, they suppress minorities, or like oppress minorities. Because mm-hmm. even Hitler, right? He hated, what was it? He hated people with big noses. Like everyone with a big nose he thought was a Jew. Jewish people, yeah. <laughs> he hated Jewish people. He hated um, people of color. Literally hated everyone that wasn't part of the Aryan race. Like, bruh, and he wasn't even like, he, bruh, he didn't fit the standard of the Aryan race, which is like what at looked all, like. Just, honestly. And he was, like, and that's that's what I feel like is so funny, is that he's not even Austrian. Like, how are you so passionate for a country that's not even where you're from? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Mm. But, like, on, like, a completely different note, like, you know, I feel like also technology, like, creativity and technology, I feel like we've seen it, like, so much lately because of, like, COVID, right? Mm. Like, when it hit, we literally went, like, digital, completely digital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember... Like, all my classes were online. In fact, look, look, we're literally using one of, like, our classes to record this. Exactly, exactly. Our class things to record this. But, yeah, like, I feel like, again, going back to, like, education and, like, you know, the minorities and technology, right? Like, even, like, if we consider education in, like, this time frame where we can very confidently say digital, like, literacy is so crucial, there's so many students without access to technology at home. Right. And like, I they probably face like so many challenges in keeping up with like assignments, research, educational resources. It is like COVID, yeah. Exactly. Especially like, like even like jobs, like not, not even just like, education, like jobs, like you know, because like a lot of things are digital now. Like when you want to get a resume done, it's all digital. You want to book an interview, so many of them are digital, mm. right? And remote work has become like such an integral part of like the job market. So like mm. it's so hard to like. Find employment, especially if you're someone who doesn't have access to such digital tools. Mm. So I feel like that, like, repeats this. Like, it makes, like, the whole process of poverty, like, even more cyclical. Because you can't get out and get access to these tools. Mm. To, like, actually get you out. Mm. So, like, it's a whole cycle again. Mm. Where if not one person can break out, no one's going to break out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say that's sad, man. It honestly is, and I feel like it's also such like um, 
it's so that's such a contrast from how things were like when our parents went to school. Because yeah, back exactly. then, it was like you know, sit down at your desk, write like on like a chalkboard. Technology has enhanced our lives in so many ways. Mm. But like when we say our lives, it's like a select amount of people. Because we gotta remember, like so many people are under the like. Mm. What, is, what is the word? Under the. Underprivileged. Underprivileged, yeah. <laughs> or like under the poverty lens. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah. So I feel like that's honestly something that's also like really been like an uprise. Mm-hmm. But do you think like do you think technology has like intersected in like the fight against oppression? I feel like the most obvious answer would be like yeah obviously um like let's say with tvs and things like that mm-hmm. you get people talking like uh, let me think of an example like maybe with the most recent one israel palestine you get what i mean uh <laughs> i mean like, it's also black history month if you want to mention that <laughs> oh yeah also like yeah also black history month you know like think about it during covid times with um the whole george floyd movement like what were people protesting for for like black people's rights and things like that you know like you cannot be doing things like this in today's day and age especially which is like super crazy to think about that but um yeah i feel like the most the thing that makes the most sense to me would be like through the media tv Mm -hmm. news you get what i mean yeah for sure I feel like that's the that's the thing, right? Like going back to like something we said earlier about how creativity, like you know, for every bad thing that stems out of creativity, like it can be combated with creativity again. Exactly. But I feel like we need to just keep having people who are willing to combat it. I feel like that's the problem. Because mm. like no matter like think about it, like we don't live in like a utopic ideal world. Yeah. Where there's going to be a day where no one will be racist, no mm-hmm. one will mm-hmm. oppress us, no one will, like, you know, treat us differently because mm-hmm. we're not white or we're not men or, like, straight male or whatever the ideals are in society. Mm. Like, I don't think, like, society obviously has the bandwidth to change, but mm. is it ever going to fully and completely change? Like, because, you know, some people are still going to have their backwards mentality and, like, Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people obviously pass on their mentality to their children, mm-hmm. and then that goes on to their children, and they never really break out of that cycle too. Mm-hmm. I think what we need to be having more of is people that are willing to combat whatever bad creativity is thrown at us with like good, mm-hmm. good, good creativity. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So basically, like more people that are willing to be more open-minded. For and, real. You know, who are more accepting to new ideas and things like that, instead of just going with the flow, like, I feel like it's also important to challenge Mm -hmm. uh, some mindsets as well, because, like, come on, also, like, some people can break out of that cycle if they just follow what they believe is right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's different, it's, like, that's really hard, like, when you've been told, like, your whole life, okay, this is the way things are. Mm. It's definitely hard to challenge it when, like, that's all you've ever known. Like, it's like some things are so basic. Like, they shouldn't even be questioned. Like, how are you going to treat a human? Like, mm-hmm. how are you going to mm-hmm. or see something, like, specific in a human when, at the end of the day, all they are is just like you? Exactly. Like, we've all got the same, like, my, my mom keeps using this example. We've all got the same heart. 
we've got like oh some of us but we've got you know hopefully most of us <laughs> we've all got like the same hands same legs again people mm-hmm. even if you don't have it at the end of the day you're whatever you're made up with biologically is generally the same mm. so why are you like pointing out like race or like gender or anything really like obviously there are times when you do have to point them out mm. like, we believe again in equity not necessarily like we do believe in e- equality too mm. but like there's like a time when you need equ- equity instead of equality mm. you need to be treating people the same in some ways but you need to also like adapt to what that specific person needs mm. right because like like a, like equality would be saying like all lives matter but mm-hmm. equity would be giving attention to what you know what group or what subset of humans needed the most and mm-hmm. obviously and that's how like BLM started because mm-hmm. there've been so many so many cases against black yeah. people being so so oppressed like unjustly yeah. oppressed I mean, not yeah. that oppression is ever just but like exactly. it's just unjust and like it's honestly disgusting mhm Wow, that was a deep talk for Tyrion. It was. It was. <laughs> hey, at least we can go to sleep knowing that we've 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 told people about we've educated people about exactly exactly creativity and black creativity. You know, it is valid. It is just as valid. We just need to educate ourselves, and we need to also convince the media to start educating people about it. Because how are we gonna know if people don't technically tell us? True. Like that's why it's really important to like always be open to being knowledgeable for that's sure mm-hmm. i think that's also like I, I don't want to glaze this class too much <laughs> in all honesty in all honesty i don't think i would have even thought of creativity like this mm-hmm. yeah. like going to this class because to me right when you say creative it's like i'm not gonna lie i did have that generic mindset where i was like okay creativity is just um like you know oh, doing art- artistic things mm-hmm but like it really isn't like like we literally talked about like dictators and creativity like that's so mm-hmm. that's actually mental. Mhm. So I feel like creativity is so so vast like there's so many different subsectors sectors to it. Mhm. I think like what matters at the end of the day is that like we're keeping ourselves educated because knowledge is honestly power mm-hmm. and we're educating the people around us about things that are happening too because you should be knowing like it's happening around you it's happening to humans around you. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with them. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's also almost reaching three AM. <laughs> We've been talking for quite some time. But like, big, yeah. big up, Professor Basil. <laughs> yeah, big up, big up. Big up, giving us too many things to talk about. Too many things, but honestly, I would say that this was a good conversation. Like, I learned a few things that. Sure. I never, I've never learned about before. I, like, it's, how can I say, it's always, like, a good thing when you think about things differently instead of just, like, like a one-track yeah, like one mind, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. But yeah, okay. this has been good. I enjoyed it. I should have talked to you at 3am or 2am whenever. <laughs> I want to just say, thank goodness for your creative arts class. Thank goodness for that class. <laughs> Anyways, bro, you go to sleep. I'll catch you tomorrow night at 3 a.m. I, 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 I. Bye. Bye, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Bye, guys. <laughs>